0: Welcome to Voicing Quotations, the podcast proudly brought to you by The Quotation Marks Project. I'm Neo, your host for the fourth episode of the Founders Series. The 10-episode series aims to feature founders of different startup companies and youth organizations with inspiring advocacies that can be a source of inspiration for the youth. Although this podcast is an initiative by the Quotation Marks Project, it wouldn't be in any way possible without the support of ASEC and Miriam College, Talang Dalisay, Kabataan sa Kartilya ng Katipunan Region 1, and also Vox Populi. In this episode, we'll be featuring Joshi and Baron, two founders from Anacola a non-governmental, non-profit youth organization that advocates for sustainable development and youth empowerment. I hope you're ready to quote because these founders are ready to voice out quotations.
1: Byron and Joshi, how are you guys today? Hello Neo. Hello. I'm doing fine. What about you, Joshi? How are you today? Actually,
2: I'm doing great today. How about you, Neo?
1: I'm doing great as well. Wow hataya great. So Yay. Yay. <laughs> lahat tayo great. That's good <laughs> since you know we're gonna be talking about your organization. Let's do it with like the right vibe. <laughs> so actually at the start of the episode, the founders weren't really introduced at the opening of the podcast. So, Baron and Joshi, feel free to introduce yourselves to our listeners right now.
3: Hi, I'm Baron. Uh, I'm Baron Rivera. I am uh, the Internal Affairs Director for Anacola. I am 17 years old and I'm from FEU Diliman. How about you, Joshi?
2: I'm Joshi Lagundai. I am the Content Creators Director and one of the founders of the organization. I'm 17 and I'm from Miriam College High School.
1: Now that we've gotten to know our founders... Well, actually, you know, there are just two founders here today. But then we'll get to know more about the other founders of the organization later on. But then with Baron and Joshi, are you guys ready to be asked the questions for today's interview? Whoa. We're ready. We're ready to set sail, ba. Let's go. Okay. So, how would you introduce... Anacola to whoever's listening to this episode right now.
2: Okay, so Neo was right. As he mentioned, we are actually founded by eight people, but today it will just be Baron and I. So we have our external affair directors, which are Janelle Kyla Cruz and Mikael Santelises. We also have Baron's partner, Leandro Garino. Our project management directors, Kimberly Jane Javier, Ricky Kyla, and Ricky Kaila Maramo. And then my partner, which who is Franz Amilam Josef. Moving on, um, right now, um, in our social medias and, yeah, in our social media platforms, um, the description of Anakula is quite outdated. We are in the works of rebranding as of the moment. So right now, Anakula is a non-governmental, non-profit youth organization that advocates for sustainable development and empowerment of the youth. Anakula actually originated from a Filipino word, which translates to captain of a ship in English. So the organization believes that as members of the youth, each one is a captain of a collective ship, which is the future. And as our members progress in their journey, we hope that the organization can incubate its projects to become long-term and and independent in order to build and be part of a more fair society. So our objective as an organization is to Organize relief projects to communities in need, organize socioeconomical and political awareness campaigns on and off social media, cultivate sustainable and long term projects, and train fellow youth individuals to realize their potential through volunteer opportunities and active community involvement.
1: Wow, oh my gosh, like that's so cool, like seeing how you guys, like, uh, as you said, you guys are rebranding, so like measure outdated, but then seeing how you've developed from this starting point and now evolving to something more, as you said, sustainable. That's really impressive. And I really like how you guys also, like, you know, captain of the ship, and we're all driving towards the future or sailing towards the future, as I would say, right? Yes. Okay. So with that in line, knowing how we as the captains formed... How would you say Anacola came to be?
3: Well, we all came together from a previous organization that we used to be part of last year with a common ground to do better things. While we were there at that previously mentioned organization, we felt that our, our suggestions were not upheld and valued there. And we decided to separate and create our own organization where our ideas could be put into systems that could flourish. We found that among the board of directors, we have shared passions, experiences, and advocacies, and we use this to continue to establish a long-term and impacting orga- organization. We launched last year in October of 2020.
1: Whoa, okay. Well, that's actually an interesting story. You would say like you it started out from another organization where I'm presuming there were struggles. And similar to that, and you used, you founded Anacola to empower yourselves, like the voices that weren't being heard. Now That sounds pretty challenging, actually. So with those struggles in mind, what were the challenges you faced and are still facing when it comes to handling Anacola?
2: Okay, when we first started out, we were all very excited. We were passionate. We were so, we all had initiative. We were contributing. And then June came around and online school came. And it was uh, time management between founding this organization and our other commitments, plus academic work, which is demanding for most of us especially that most of us are in senior high, which is really essential and crucial if you want to go into college. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yes, there was that. And there was also laying the ground work for the organization because as we have mentioned, we did come from another organization and then we founded this organization to empower ourselves. And eventually we want to be able to empower others also. So, um, laying the groundwork to make to ensure that we, if we were to build an organization, it would be sustainable, long lasting, impacting, and worth the volunteers' time. And we actually we want to be able to help communities, and we want to be able to expand, like not just you know recruit you from NCR, but hopefully empower youth all throughout the Philippines.
1: Oh my gosh, that's so. Cool. Oh, empowerment. I like how you related, like, as you said, the challenges, the challenges you guys faced when it came to handling. But what about for you, Baron? What were the challenges that you faced while, when it comes yeah. to handling Anakola?
3: Just to add to Joshi's statement, we mm. really wanted, kumbaga, we were like perfectionists. We, we uh, looked into every detail of the organization. Like, when we were making the constitution, it took us several meetings to accomplish it. We, we checked everything. We, we checked for loopholes. We didn't want it to be vague, to be very simple. And if a matter arises, and we look back at the constitution for help, we at hindi we kapag tinigdan namin parang. Ano ano magagawa nito? It's so vague. Uh, what, what, how can this help us mm-hmm. in, in this situation? So we didn't want it to be like that. We, we focused on every small detail, even the logo itself took us yes. several days as well. Like to create, we we wanted it to be unique. We didn't want it to be a generic logo. So ayun, we were like perfectionists, and yeah, we wanted to it to be a worthwhile experience. If you're going to join us in our family here at Anakota.
1: Wow, you guys are so detail oriented and I can really sense like you know, the passion when it came to like you know, making things like if they weren't vague and especially I see like you guys really want to stand out and you guys put so much effort like you know, multiple meetings just to fix a con something like a constitution just shows that it really ca- you guys really care and i uh, no, trying to prevent these previously mentioned challenges from interfering. And I can really see you guys are putting a lot of hard work into the organization. So with all the hard work and sacrifices you guys have put into like all of these little details, why do you keep trying to make things work out for Anacola?
3: Just as like uh, Joshi previously mentioned, we were all so passionate about this. And with that passion you could also see the potential within uh, its members. Like I could see the potential that Joshi has, the potential that uh France has, Joshi's uh, partner, and the potential of the org to be something better. To be something than just that's just another an youth organization. We didn't want, we don't want that to happen. And, and we don't want to give up on that potential so easily. And we want the youth to experience a platform where they can not only work towards the betterment of their advocacy, but for themselves as well. So, um, Annapola is trying to be this, uh, utopia, utopia ish platform for all the youth to express their, um, opinions towards, to be, nothing contemporary issues. They can express it through uh, the geography, photography, artworks, or even writing such as essays, uh, articles. Kung trip niyo libro, pede. <laughs> so ayun, we just want this to be a platform for the youth.
2: Okay, and to add what Baron is saying. Um, for us, like he said, we don't want to be just like any of those other youth orgs that are we just started because, well, it's a pandemic and it makes uh, makes us feel productive. We actually want to be able to provide the tools for others to work on the things that they truly care about. And that's empowerment because you can't really in, get a person and say, you're now empowered. That's not how it works. If we, if the youth was just given the tools to do so, we would all have the power to make lasting changes that will echo throughout time. And perhaps um, a world can't be too progressive nor too conservative. Um, It can just be more fair.
1: That's actually really interesting and very insightful to hear from both of you. I can really sense that you guys really serve to empower the people and that's actually right. one of the advocacies of Anacola as well as being sustainable. It really shows that you guys have a passion for being sustainable and reaching out to other people. I really like what you said, Like if the youth had the tools to be like empowered, then we would all do so. But then now it's more difficult, especially in these times. And I'm really glad to see that there's... There's an, I'm really glad that I'm able to see passion as well as action in your guys' action. Oh, in the organization. That's so cool. Like, it makes me want to, like, look out for the future. Wow, future. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Futuristic, ba? <laughs> so, what should people expect from Anakola?
2: Okay, Anakula, like I, like I have mentioned before, Anakula is actually in the works of rebranding right now. So expect a newer and better Anakula. So we'll be more specific about our mission and vision and the objectives of the organization. And we will realign our action towards these objectives and towards our long ter- long-term goal. And in line with that, we will have more projects um, addressing short-term and long-term projects and we will also have membership signups. So look forward to that. Um, we, will be, we will now be gathering members for anachola. Um, previously we did not gather members for anakola because as Baron have mentioned, we want to be worth we want to be worth volunteers' time. So we took the year last year to test out our systems and to see how we work well together as directors of the organization.
1: So you heard it here first 2021 will have a new and better Anacola as they are working in the progress of rebranding and that you can expect a lot more projects as well as member applications to any of our listeners who are interested I would really recommend joining Anacola because I can really sense that it's Neo approved for me because I can really sense the passion and the effort that are put into a lot of these points. So It's really interesting to hear the viewpoints as well as especially how the organization started because I feel like there's really a story where you guys didn't feel heard and empowered and now you don't want other people to have a similar experience to that by creating a utopia, as you said, and empowering other people as well as being sustainable. And that's something that it really incorporates well in the organization, as well as it really shows in our lovely founders today. So I'm glad to have interviewed them for this episode. Whoa!
3: <laughs> Thank you, Nia. It's an honor you, to be
1: <laughs> So I'm afraid that this is like this is the end of our journey for now, at least. We hope that we'll be able to sail soon once again. But before that, do any of The founders have any last words for our listeners today?
3: Well, uh, I just want to give a word of advice to those who are thinking of creating their own organization or even joining an organization. So whether you create or join an organization, please always have the mentality of, okay, this will be a learning experience for me. Do not go into that organization and, uh, and act on your own, based on your own knowledge. Because the more you um, be open to other people, the more things you can learn. As they saying, uh, when you speak, you only say the things that you already know. But when you listen, you learn new things from other people. So please have that mm-hmm. mindset when you enter an organization or create an organization. Or even if it's not org related, but uh, anything that you do every day, please always treat it as a learning experience. And, um, and yeah. And also don't give up. Don't give up when you're creating an organization because everything has a struggle. Uh, taking the first step will always be a struggle, but that struggle will slowly decline once you get, uh, rolling into it. You know? Um and yeah. Um also find your passion. Like your goal should be near your passion. So you don't feel that it's worth but as if it's something that you love. And hassle sa mga mo. How about you, Joshi?
2: Okay, uh, to add to what you were saying, um you do not Anna, you, when you're in an organization you do not need a position to be able to make a change. Actually, I think that one of the best things about organizations is that it will always test your leadership skills regardless of position. Because mm-hmm. back back in a previous organization, um, all of us actually were not in high positions. We were in just lower positions. Yet we were able to make contributions and changes within the organization before we left. And leadership is not just about IQ, it's also a lot about EQ. Like IQ is intelligence quotient, while EQ is emotional quotient. And well, leadership is not just about competency. There are so many great leaders on paper, like they have all these achievements. But when it comes to personal management, to personal um, things, they do not lead quite as well. And that the, uh, no, that's not really a mark of a good leader. A mark of a good leader is being able to be personal yet professional and competent. It's a mix of all those things. yes that is. Wow! One.
1: Oh my gosh, that was so. I really resonated with that. Like, like as you said, it really doesn't matter what position you're in. It's like this is like one of my personal beliefs. A person, regardless of hierarchy. Has the potential to reach that goal no matter what. And it, it, you know, people are really, like what you said, people aren't like that. It's like really a balance between a lot of yeah. things as well as being empowered in itself. Yeah, I'm really so inspired by you guys because it's also like, really relatable, especially like that part with the mindset of joining an organization. So with that, that unfortunately it's the end of our journey but it was so great to get to know you guys today and you know hopefully after we'll get to meet when ooh, member applications what's that <laughs> <laughs> to anyone any listeners who want to join like mm, i don't know see you there maybe not <laughs> so we
2: that hope would to be see all. you there. <laughs>
1: Oh, the founders say that they hope to see you there, viewers and uh, listeners.
2: <laughs> okay, so we hope to see you there. We hope to have you on our crew. Um, we'll be docking our ship near you soon, so look forward to that. Look forward to our sign-ups. Like our page, www.facebook.com slash You may also follow our IG at anahola underscore. And if you have any questions, concerns, or maybe prospects of joining us in the future, you may send us your sentiments at anahula.org@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
1: Ayon. So our listeners already know how to get in touch with these amazing people and especially the amazing organization. So that will be all and that will be the end of our adventure. Thank you guys so much for coming today. And it was such a pleasure to get to know you personally. Bye! Thank you for okay. Bye!
0: That's all for the fourth episode of the Founders Series. Before I end this, allow me to once again thank our partners. Thank you to ASEC and Miriam College, Talang Lisay, Kabataan sa Kartilya ng Katipunan Region 1, and also Vox Populi. I would also like to extend my deepest gratitude to Archer's Network, Tindig Manila Science High School, Move de la Salzabel, Bell, Rotarac Club of Mega Edsa, Ghana Philippines, the Sileman University Advocacy Committee, and University of Santo Tomas Tiger Radio. We, in the quotation marks project, appreciate the people behind these organizations a lot. Without them, this podcast series wouldn't have been possible. By the way, tune in every Wednesday and Friday on our social media accounts to not miss out on any episode of Voicing Quotations, the Founders series. If you have any suggestions on how we can improve the series or the podcast itself, feel free to send them to the quotation marks project at gmail.com. Until next time.